I wake up every day full of passion, full of purpose. I teach, I coach, I help people find their joy and it fulfills me in a way that law didn't. That's the voice of Rochelle Gaper. She is our guest this week. I am your host, Sadiqa Dayaram, and as always, thank you for tuning in to Life, Growth, and Goals. Have you ever thought about getting a happiness coach? I have never thought about that. In fact, I didn't even know happiness coaches exist until I discovered our guest, Rochelle. Today, we will be unpacking the concept of happiness with her. She's an attorney at law and also the author of One Happy Thought at a Time. Thank you for being here, Rochelle. Your story is so intriguing. I want to start with your desire to become happier in life. Well, to be fair, I've always been a very happy person. I've been optimistic my whole life. I always look on the glass as full, you know, or refillable. So um, in 2016, though, I went through a period where I was dating. I was in a long-term relationship. And um, five years later, you know, it ended. And that was the first time I'd ever really faced any unhappiness in my life. You know, it was like a two month period where I was so torn about whether I should move on or I should stay. And I was 35 years old and what's gonna happen next? And, you know, just all those worries. And I remember, you know, waking up for like a couple of days straight and thinking, wow, on a scale of one to 10, which is what I always ask audiences and friends and family, on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? And I found myself waking up five, six, four. And, you know, it was just so jarring because it was the first time I'd ever felt that way. And so because of that, it led me on this search to really reclaim my joy. I decided to step into my power. And, you know, I know that ultimately life is what we make it, right? And so writing the book led me to want to really research happiness, why it's important, why some people are more predisposed to optimism than others. And so, yeah, you know, it was just like, that was the start of the journey. What is that one thing that you think you have learned that have helped to transform your life? I love this question. Um, it's giving up what I thought my life should be and accepting it for exactly what it is and learning to surrender to the magic of the universe because a lot of times i would have been like this is the plan the five-year plan the 10-year plan and all my plans would normally go exactly as i would want until my plans blow up in my face and then this new version of me is i love it even more than the previous version so I would have missed out on this goodness and the magic and the joy and the fulfilling feeling that I have now had I stayed stuck in my story. Before I wasn't a happiness coach, I was a lawyer who was searching for my purpose. That closed door is what propelled me into my purpose, right? And so what happens is so many times we spend looking at the closed door that we don't even realize that the next door is even more magical. So for me, just being able to pivots learning to just not have it my way all the time has been the game changer for my life i wake up every day full of passion full of purpose i teach i coach i help people find their joy and it fulfills me in a way that law didn't and i've been practicing law now 16 years do you still practice i still practice but now it's interesting because now because i'm also doing 
my happiness consultancy, I am even better at law because I show up there full too. You know, instead of showing up there being, oh, Lord, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. What should I be doing? Now I'm like, well, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm a full dynamic human being and I have the bandwidth to do all the things. Would you believe the following year after I started my coaching career, I got awarded a huge award from the Florida Bar for the happiness work that I'm doing in the legal community. So my two worlds collided. Attorneys want to be happy as well. Certainly, we all want to be happy. Could you tell us some more about the happiness work that you are doing with the attorneys? What what does that look like? A lot of lawyers are very unhappy, unfulfilled. I mean, it's a very stressful, high demanding job. And so your clients expect a lot from you. And so you have to really carve out the time in order to find your fulfillment outside of the the parameters of success or the checklist of success that people project on you. So a lot of that work is being really honest about yourself. A lot of lawyers wear the label of attorney to define their whole selves, not realizing that there is so much more. Because before you ever went to law school, you were all these other things. So it's just helping them really get back to the foundation of the things they liked. You used to like to bake cookies or you used to like to bake whatever. Why aren't you doing that anymore? I think most of us are conditioned to pursue happiness, destination happiness. We're always thinking about the next thing. What do you think about the concept of in pursuit of happiness? And is that an approach that we should be practicing? I don't believe in that approach. I mean, the thing about it is if you're conditioning your happiness on things that have to happen and happen in the future, you'll always be striving for something else. So the goal is to be present. And the more present you can be in your circumstance, you'll be surprised how much more peaceful and powerful you feel. So you can't change the past. Nothing that happened yesterday, we could change. And so many people live and dwell in the past and it frustrates them, but there's nothing you can do about the past. What you can do is take the lessons from the past to equip yourself for a better present and a better future. And the more you start focusing and being intentional about creating happiness, creating joy, it starts, you start reprogramming your mind right so our mind is very expansive it's flexible but it's what you're focusing on i agree what you focus on will thrive and will develop even the negative thoughts um the book one happy thought at a time it is available on amazon what are some steps that you outlined in that book that we can actually use on a daily basis to help us cultivate happiness one um it's a day one in the book it is learning to make happiness enhancing decisions and what that means is before you do something ask yourself is this going to contribute to my happiness or my joy there are places that you will just be going just for going sake why are you going there if you're going to go to the baby shower and it's going to make you feel sad about not being a mom and it's not your turn and all that stuff stay home send your friend a present do not put yourself in environments that's going to make you suffer right it doesn't mean you're not happy for your friend but you also have to preserve your peace of mind and your happiness so that happiness enhancing decision it's important and your happiness will change from season to season 
Another thing, and it is the surest, freest way to happiness, is gratitude. If you would start focusing on the things that you're grateful for and really, really focus on it, not just by in passing, but every single morning when you wake up, before your brain can go into that negative thought cycle, three new things. And any person listening to me right now, that is your homework. You're going to start doing three new things every morning that you're grateful for. And you have to be conscious and intentional. And I have clients who will say, how am I going to find three new things every day? You'd be surprised because once you start looking for it, for the things you overlook, I'm grateful for my tongue. I'm able to talk to you. When was the last time you said, oh, wow, I'm just so grateful for my tongue? Never. <laughs> the more you focus on what you have, the more things that you're grateful for, you'll realize that life really isn't as bad as you think it is. Makes sense. Makes sense. What do you want your legacy to be, Rochelle? Ultimately, my legacy, and I think I am now living it, is that I want every single person who comes in contact with me to feel joy to feel hopeful and to know that at any moment you can change your life for the better. You could be an architect for four years then decide to go to dental school, then decide that you want to move on and be a model. You, your life is what you make it, right? And so that's one of the biggest lessons I, I, I talk about, especially with younger people. Don't think you have to have it all figured out. You know, whatever you think you like, go and be curious. You don't need everybody to believe in your dream or your vision. You believe in it, put it out into the world, and the right people who need it will come. I like that. The support you need will come. Thank you so much, Rochelle. I'm sure that we will be doing a follow-up conversation soon. Oh, yes. Whenever, let me know. Very insightful discussion, so many gems to walk away with. Just know that you can change your life at any minute with just one decision. Thank you once again for tuning in. Head over to our Instagram page at Life Growth and Goals and participate in our happiness poll. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe, give a five-star rating, and leave a review. I am your host, Sadiqa Diaram. Thank you once again for tuning in. Take care and be happy.